We have a special guest joining us soon. We do believe. A lot to do here, but let's stop down for this right now. Which is brought to you by windownation.com and All Pro Foundation Repair. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Dave. Thank you so very much. And hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave. Hey, what's up, Dave? Gen X Davey. As we know, on Rant Revival Days, E! News is the soft launch of the Rant Revival, mm-hmm. which means we are joined by the purveyor, the founder, the owner of Rant IP, Gordon Keith. That's right. Thank you so much, Dave. Thanks for having me. Made a killing off that IP. <laughs> made zero. Do you think you made more off that or Cool Link? Don't bring up Cool Link. It's a soft spot. <laughs> I borrowed money to invest. It didn't work out. Sink it, guys, guys, we got to sink everything into Cool Link. We're going to be millionaires. Everything. Seriously. Just wait for the IPO. Extra kidneys to sell. Do it now. Cool Link. Speaking of IP, still has a chance. Yeah, you the SAG AFTRA strike is over. How about that? It yeah. lasted 118 <laughs> days. Which is the longest of all time, but it officially ended at midnight this morning. So today is, it's officially over now. It needs to be ratified. The negotiating committee approved it in a unanimous vote, but now it needs to go to the national board and needs to go through the whole process. So it should take about a week for it to uh, actually get ratified, but it has officially been called off. The strike has been called off, and actors Lips. can re- return to work as early as today. And a lot of uh, TV productions are already like, "Come on, let's go back to work," because they got to they, they got to catch up on their uh, production schedules. Did they announce the the terms of the settlement? No, they, we don't have details about the terms of the settlement, which uh, I, I assume will come out over the next two weeks. But they say that the deal has first-ever protections for actors against AI, mm-hmm. and it also has a historic pay increase, and it also has uh, a structural change in the compensation on streaming platforms, so it has uh, bonuses built in for the top streaming programs. You know what's weird is that last night, uh, here in Dallas at the Texas Theater, Gordon... Why are you addressing that to me? What would I know about the Texas theater? Your favorite theater. Yeah, there, there's a particular seat in there that you would love to own. Yeah. What, like three rows from the back, five seats in? Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even sure if that's right, actually. So, last night, it was the premiere of The Iron Claw. Yes. And all the actors that are in it, including Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White and others, showed up. There have been no movie promotions whatsoever. Yeah, it's been forbidden. The only reason that they were able to do that is because it was produced by A24, and so certain indie film distributors had kind of an exemption. Okay. So they could do promotion for indie films, but big Hollywood studios couldn't do anything. Okay, I didn't know if it was because they were so close to the end of the strike or what, but... No, I think it was just, it was planned in advance because it was an A24 production and not a a big Hollywood studio. But yes, it is exciting that we are going to get back into the uh, promotion game as far as, you know, they're going to start rearranging the release schedule, all of the movies that have been bumped will find new places on the schedule. And, and as we said, uh, TV production is going to get ramped back up. So fun. 
totally. Our, our entertainment is, is saved. At New least season. For, I don't know that I know two this years. to strike. You well, it, it was it was getting to the breaking point. Yeah, because okay. think about now. It's not so much noticing the strike. It's a year from now when everything that should have been shot is yeah. now going to be Love Island Part 4 or whatever just yeah, dumb like, reality like show. Yeah, like the final season, the second part of uh, the final season of Yellowstone was supposed to be airing this fall. It's going to air next fall. Yeah. Everything got pushed out 6 to 8 to 12 months. And so, uh, you know, it, everything's going to be a little few and far between for a while until they get caught up. Um, speaking of Hollywood, this is interesting as uh, Sharon Stone... She she uh she hasn't done a whole lot, but she was on that uh, flight attendant show, uh, which was on HBO Max, I believe, and she played the uh, the mother of the chick from um, uh, Big Bang Beaver? Theory. What's her name? Uh, Bailey Cuoco. Yeah, Ka- yeah, Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, so she played her mom on the show, but she hasn't done a lot lately. But she did appear on a podcast hosted by Kelly Ripa called. Let's talk off camera. And this fits right in with all of the post-Me Too revelations. As she says that in the late 80s, before she hit it big, so Basic Instinct was 92, Casino was 95. This is in the late 80s when she was just a young actress. She was talking about how she only had one outfit. Like, you know, it's her special outfit that she got on the sale rack and that she would keep dry cleaned and pristine for every meeting that she had with an executive. And so she gets called in to see the head of the Sony studio at the time. And she goes into his office and he has one of those real low leather couches. And she says that she's because she's tall, her knees are up at her ears, very compromising position. Mm -hmm. And then. This is what happens. Oh, it's true what they say about you, and you're the most gorgeous. Oh, you're just blah, 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 blah. And then he went, came walking right up in front of me, and he said, but first, and he took his penis right out in mm. my face. And, of course, I was very young, and what I do when I'm nervous, because I'm basically <laughs> a very bubbly person, yes. I started laughing. Right. And I started laughing and crying at the same time. And I couldn't stop because I became hysterical. So I was, ah, 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 right? And I couldn't stop. Mark, so he didn't know what laugh. to do. So, of course, he put it away. Then he God. went through this door behind his desk, which I thought was that he was le- he left. So I didn't know what to do. So I was just sitting there hysterical. And eventually his secretary came and led me out, right? Mm. But this was not the last of many weird experiences like this in my career. I mean, do you think here's my penis? Do you think that <laughs> that's, that's like maybe exactly what happened when I first met Corby? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how he treated right. me. The Just put it in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you think of digging around in there of Hollywood actresses? Sharon Stone has to be one of the all time targets of this kind of sleaze, right? Oh yeah, her famous scene. I've you know the way she tells it now. Is that she was tricked into that scene where she exposed her, you know, when canal. she un- uncrossed her legs and yeah. gave you a glimpse she, into the place where babies are made. She claims that uh, they told her that you couldn't see anything. Yeah, and and so that she did it, trusting them, and then they put it in the movie, which and it, is really sorry. And it was part of a trailer that 
if you went to see whatever movie back in the day and they ran Basic Instinct, the trailer, it is one of the most successful trailers I think I've ever seen because there was no doubt I was going to see that movie when it came out. I have never because you wanted to see that. that well, it wasn't. Filmed. It, I don't even think it was that. I think she was so hot back in the day. It had nothing to do with the legs crossing, and and, and it had. Um, Newman from Seinfeld, all sweaty under the heat lamp, you know. He was one of the cops at the time. But it was it was just the story, the way... I can't remember the name of the director. Paul something or other. Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Yeah. Yeah. Blart. Put together... Blart, yeah. Not Blart. Put together that trailer, though. It was perfect. Like, there are very few trailers that just scream, Oh, my God, I got to see it. But as a 22-year-old dude at the time, I'm like, I'm going to that. And it was okay. Ooh, we look yeah, at that. I, th- I think we revisited it recently. And not that great. Not that great. And it's really weird how... What did you just say? It's really weird how the, the two characters, Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone, how they really have no chemistry, but they are like madly in love. It yeah. makes no sense. And then their sex scenes are real awkward and gross. Yeah. Like see, seeing Michael Douglas... With his O face is not something you want to see. Which we saw a ton in the in the yeah. in the nineties. Do you think the poster says all of the sex scenes are awkward and gross? Yeah, well, no, they didn't. They didn't use that as the pull quote, the critic pull quote. <laughs> all right, last last thing. This is insane. Wait, before one you more, get to that more, last thing, more. didn't Sharon Stone's husband get bitten by a dragon? What? A Komodo dragon's husband. She's, yeah, is she married? She was married to a newspaper guy, and his foot got bitten off by a dragon, Komodo dragon. I'm typing in right now Sharon Stone dragon husband, which has never been in my browser. <laughs> Jay Kilgore, the reptile keeper who was in the cage with Stone's husband, San Francisco Chronicle executive uh, Phil Bronstein, says it was he who got the lizard to unclamp itself from Bronstein's toe <laughs> after one or two seconds by grabbing its neck and yelling at it. Thank you. No! Bad Let's dragon. go Correct. of the toe! Bad You're dragon. a bad dragon. And one bite from a Komodo dragon, they have, like, more bacteria in their mouths. So he had than, to get the foot amputated? in the history of the world. No, I think he turned into a dragon. Does it have more bacteria? Like grayscale. Right. Than the crevasse hunter, hunter, hunter. in Sharon Stone's skirt. Dude. Dave. That's a Dave. Dave. That's a beautiful. Speaking that of Michael Douglas, private bacteria area. Speaking of Michael Douglas, that may have been how he had the cancer. Right, how he got his mouth cancer. Yeah, <laughs> on, the, a, on the set of Basic Instinct. Would you stand she by that point of no return and shot HPV into his waiting baby bird throat? Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's what Bob just texted me. Would you stay loyal and stand by your spouse if their toe was bitten off by a dragon? No. (laughs) You're gone? I draw the line. They would be incomplete. Yeah. And what are you doing with the dragon? Like, wouldn't Monty's story be a lot cooler? Why are you messing around with a dragon in the first place? Yeah, Monty needs to change his story. Yeah. Like, it got bitten off by a dragon. The Kevin James pet dragon bit it off. He was battling a dragon. (laughs) Yeah. Baller. Okay. Rant Revival next. Next. That wasn't it. To just dust in a cave. Yeah. And like you said, it, it makes you realize how insignificant everything is. Yeah, all of it. Were any of them Texas Radio Hall of Famers? No, they weren't. Do you think that they'll shove Gordon's like knee bone up there and just put a little sign on there that Radio Hall of Famer? 
Oh, I've cool. already paid for uh, screw-on plaques that can go on each one of my bones <laughs> for my skeleton. Later does on. the Hall it's of Fame Texas Radio Hall of Famer? Does it make you immortal? Are you are you in some ways able to live forever now? Will you be interred? At the Texas Radio Hall That's of where Fame. That's where the, cata- the, the Texas Radio Hall of Fame catacombs. <laughs> yeah, that's what they need to do is start a catacombs yes. at the Texas Radio Broadcast Where you Museum. all end up. By the way, have you guys ever eaten honeycombs? Awesome. Like, really God, good. Yeah, my brother. That was his favorite cereal growing up, and so I hated good. it. They cut your mouth. No, they did not. Yes, they did. In milk? The roof of your mouth would be shredded. Yeah. Well, they were. It was a, it was a roof shredder. They're big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. I yeah, think they yeah, have yeah. flavored Small. ones now, though. Are no, you talking no, about no. the original flavor? Yeah, Gordon? the original. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> honey is overrated. You know what? Would, I'll tell you what, sir. Would, would grind, honey is overrated. I'll tell That's you, ridiculous. As a flavor, it's spare. What would grind what? your the top of your roof to a nub? And this was I only ate these with my grandpa as he would just slowly feed Uh-oh. me. This, is, oh, this is a related story to the Ding Dong Cat. Yeah. yeah, this is Grandpa. This, this was this was grooming before grooming. Right. Yeah. Grape this is who nuts. Who taught your dad how to do it? Grape nuts. Worst cereal ever. Yeah, those. That's horrible. Yeah, you need to let those steep in the milk for like ten minutes. <laughs> no. Are they still Denver. around? Oh yeah. John Denver endorsed them. I think. Who? Wasn't John Denver a grape nuts guy? I think you're right. Or Wilford Brimley. Somebody's safe, you know? Our friend Juice weighs in. He says, I think Corby just described the globe-spanning seven years war between the French and British alliances as the 12-year war between France and somebody weird. <laughs> yeah. I See? You, I thought you were a history oh, major. yeah, like I know that war. But think about that. They think that they're fighting this, oh, we're fighting for the honor of our country and we're going to kill Britain and, you know, all this stuff. And what? it's now reduced to this. Where I want to know what word you years. saw that you hey, just said somebody weird. Hey, country. hey man, come hey, on. Hey, white girls, huh? <laughs> What's up, vatos? Look at this, our chariots bounce up and down, man. Did I devolve into a Mexican? Whoa. There is one thing no, that I would like to do to you, <laughs> Mr. Britain man. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I want a crepe with some refried beans in the middle, man. Beans. Our dialects are really all over the swerving. But that's what this is. That's what their life, their whole life's work of independence and fighting Uh, their mortal enemy now has been reduced to this. To eating philosophical, (laughs) to eating grape nuts and having them being stuck to your mouth. Deep thoughts, Corby. Tired the great white. Gotcha. In one yeah. moment they're they're French and they're alive, and then the next moment they're unalive and grape nutted. <laughs> that sentence has never ever been said ever like the, in the history of mankind. Like when the twelve year war was over with somebody weird, they all returned to their cars, but there were no keys. No, and there were no keys inside. But they had All the nuts. horses had died because no one fed them. And hair metal was going away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what did they do? Wow. Well. Mm. Well, anyway. In closing. Yeah. The end. All right, Gordon. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Hardliners. Thanks, Gordon. There he goes. Love you. The rant and the rant revival. Yay.
Here. <laughs> <laughs> on the first day Aren't of the year, like three hundred and eighty-five <laughs> generations in a year. On this, well, the, you're wrong on so many fronts. On this, the first day of the year, and this is a woman writing to her husband. I think more about you than you about me. In any case, I wish you a happy new year filled with the blessings of the Lord. Sounds like they really love each other. Unfortunately, I think I am for the tomb. I've been ill for three weeks. Give my compliments to Varen, who's a shipmate. Hope to see you soon. Have a kick-ass summer. <laughs> yeah, so okay. she... And... So she sends a uh, a nice little note to to her husband. Miss yeah. you, I'm dying. And wants yeah. to Here say... Here's the keeping of my pubic hair. <laughs> I love you more than you love me. Yeah. And I'm about to die. Uh, anyway, so good luck with your war. Yeah, have fun I'm not sure. War. I've just had a what cough for three on? weeks. <laughs> right back. 60% of the letters were signed by women. And as they say, provide insights into female literacy, social networks, and experiences in wartime. Most of these women did not know how to read or write. So they write. were on, like, MySpace back then? Mm, you don't think so. Most of these women didn't know how to read or You're write. Top five. And they were transcribed by someone. Like, they had to go to someone and, yeah, find someone that would do it. Then they would sign it and Make move France on. great again. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it's really Are creepy. Are you wearing your Make Friends Great Again red tri-cornered hat? It's really weird to me, though, that... <laughs> the tri-cornered hat. Is and, Gordon, you've had the same experience. Hat design. You've had the same thought process. I know. I've read you, uh, like, back when you used to write for the morning news, when you found, like, an old high school annual from, like, the 20s mm -hmm. or 30s. Yeah, and you do open it up, and you see that these people are getting ready to start their lives, and everything's great and kick ass, and let's go, and and then you're like, and they're all dead. Does yeah. your Sharon Stone cave still smell like brie? <laughs> oh my god! But it's de it's depressing. This was 400 years ago, or whatever it is, and 300 years ago, and. Dearest Claudette, my toe was bitten off by a dragon on the battlefield. <laughs> and it does go to show that in 300 years from now, how flipping insignificant we all are and will be. Like, right. So in 300 years, people will be reading your emails? Probably. Like, look what yeah, we that's found. The, that's the problem is, like, you read stuff and old letters from wartime back in the day and or even just everyday letters and it just seems like they they were more epic than our communication is now you well, know they would they would write like once a month and more than that probably uh, probably every other day they're writing to their loved ones but to find what a treasure all, trove like this all that was preserved of all of us is just our sexting our awkward Trying to get there. Yeah. Trying to get a nude from someone. Like, but somehow it's, it's able to be procured through whatever AI from like the age yeah. of 14 on. Anybody you want, you can just hit a button and be like, Oh, Dave Lane at 15. Let's well, see what let's, he was doing. Let's go through all his D pics. Here's my penis. <laughs> yeah. It does demonstrate mm. though, the easier it is to communicate, the less thought you put into it. Cause exactly. They, they had to really think about what they wanted to say. This was their one chance to to correspond, whereas you, just the miracle of email. Yeah. Only 25, 30 years old. 
and you can press a button. By the time you, the button unpresses, for lack of a better term, it's arrived at its destination anywhere in the world. And so we yeah, put they, they so little to, thought into it. They had to go into the village to the barber slash pharmacist and have him transcribe they, a letter. They had to find somebody who could write. And then they had to find somebody who would ride on horseback out to the front lines. I mean, think about the efforts just to correspond versus what we do, which is text while driving right. at 80 miles an hour. Right. Right. I mean, and send a picture, uh, here, boner. Thank I you. I yeah. circumcised. Here's a drawing of my penis. Yeah. But it is, I mean, this... Here this, is a pencil drawing Pierre did of my penis. <laughs> Here is an outline I made with my feather quill pen. Describe your breasts and, and how much they cost. Here is a turkey drawing that I did from tracing one of my hands. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's amazing that any letter ever got to its intended recipient back then to begin with. A hundred percent. So yeah. it's not well, surprising. Apparently. Yeah, it's not surprising that there's a whole stack of undelivered mail. And apparently this guy was able to track down, like they thought that the ship that these guys were all on um, was coming into port at certain areas. And like there were seven or eight oh, different yeah. instances where they missed this ship by minutes or a day or whatever. But that... The letters kept piling up and piling up, and finally they were like, oh, screw it. Everybody's dead anyway. Everybody's going to the tomb anyway. So where were these letters all recovered? They were So they were going to French soldiers from the Seven-Year yes, War, and they were, they were somehow ended up in a museum in Cambridge, which is bizarre to me. It's just the fact that the, the, the paper doesn't disintegrate in that amount of time. Was it like in some sort of uh, air? It must have been. Protected. Vault were, of some sort? Museum. They were vacuum sealed. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> With weed in yeah, there, too? they were in coffee grounds. Oh, cool. <laughs> Always put them in coffee grounds. That's yeah. the best way. Gordon, to... you, you've been to Paris, right? I have. So, did you ever visit the catacombs when you were there? You know, uh, I've been to Paris many times. Put that on my bragging montage. It seems to be the European city that I've probably passed through the most. And I've never visited the catacombs. I've been I, there I, twice and never went. Yeah, Is it because I, they're in Rome. Well, there's probably, probably catacombs, catacombs in lots in of cities. Places. Yeah, but the the French catacombs, uh, I did do it uh, one of the times that I went, and it's incredible because you know they had, I guess they had flooding, they had corpses everywhere. Yeah, and so they. They dug out these catacombs and they just put everybody's bones in there. And so they would just make stacks. Here are all the leg bones. Here are all the skulls. They sorted them. Yeah, it's all sorted. And it's insane. Wow. And so you, there's, I don't know, there's like maybe. Thousands and thousands. There's like three million people down there. Yeah. And you, you and just they were talk all ab- actual people with their own lives and hopes and dreams and relationships. And that just freaks me out when you're staring yes. at a wall of skulls. Yeah, yeah That's you're just. What- you're just looking at this pile of bones and you're thinking about all these lives that amount to just dust in a cave. Yeah. And like you said, it, it makes you realize how insignificant everything is. Yeah. All of it. Were any of them Texas Radio Hall of Famers? No, they weren't. Do you think that they'll shove Gordon's like knee bone up there and just put a little sign on there that Radio Hall of Famer? Oh, cool. I've already paid for... Uh, screw on plaques that can go on each one of my bones <laughs> for my skeleton later does the on. hall of fame Texas radio hall of famer does it make you immortal are you uh, are you in some ways able to live forever now will you be interred 
at the Texas Radio Hall That's of Fame. That's where the, cata- the, the Texas Radio Hall of Fame catacombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they need to do is start a catacombs yes. at the Texas Radio Broadcast Where you Museum. all end up. By the way, have you guys ever eaten honeycombs? Awesome. Like, really God, good. my brother. That was his favorite cereal growing up, and so I hated good. it. They cut your mouth. No, they did not. Yes, they did. In milk? The roof of your mouth would be shredded. Yeah. Well, they were... It was a, it was a roof shredder. They're big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. I yeah, think yeah, they yeah, have yeah. flavored Small. ones now, though. Are no, you talking no, about no. the original flavor? Yeah, Gordon? the original. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> honey is overrated. You know what? Would, I'll tell you what, sir. Would grind, honey is overrated. I'll tell That's you, ridiculous. As a flavor, it's spare. What would grind what? your the top of your roof to a nub? And this was I only ate these with my grandpa as he would just slowly feed Uh-oh. me. This is oh, this good. is a related story to the ding dong cat. Yeah. yeah, this is grandpa. This, this was this was grooming before grooming. Right? Yeah. Great. This is who nuts. taught your dad how to do it? Grape nuts. Worst cereal ever. Yeah, those that's horrible. Yeah, you need to let those steep in the milk for like 10 minutes. <laughs> no. Are they still Denver. around? Oh, yeah. John yes. Denver endorsed them, I think. Who? Wasn't John Denver a grape nuts guy? I think you're right. Or Wilford Brimley. Somebody's safe, you know? Our friend Juice weighs in. He says, I think Corby just described the globe-spanning seven years' war between the French and British alliances as the 12-year war between France and somebody weird. <laughs> yeah. I See? You, I thought you were a history oh, major. Oh, yeah, like I know that war. But think about that. They think that they're fighting this, oh, we're fighting for the honor of our country, and we're going to kill Britain, and, you know, all this stuff. And what? it's now reduced to this. Where I want here to know we are, three hundred years. Saw that you hey, just said somebody weird. Hey, Anthony. Hey, man. Come hey, on. Hey, white girls, huh? <laughs> What's so up, Fatos? Look at this. Our chariots bounce up and down, man. Did I devolve into a Mexican? Whoa. There is one thing oh, that I would like there. to do to you, <laughs> Mister Britain, man. Oh man, yeah! <laughs> I want a crepe with some refried beans in the middle, man. Beans. Our dialects are really all over the swerving. But that's what this world. is. That's what their life, their whole life's work of independence and fighting uh, their mortal enemy now has been reduced to this. To we're eating back to philosophical <laughs> to eating grape nuts and having them being stuck to your mouth. All right, deep no. thoughts, Corby. Now tie tie in the great white. I mean, in one moment, they're they're French and they're alive. And then the next moment, they're unalive and (laughs) grape-nutted. That sentence has never, ever been said. Ever in the history of mankind. Like when the 12-year war was over with somebody weird, they all returned to their cars, but there were no keys. No. And there were no keys inside. But they had all the nuts. horses had died because no one fed them, and hair metal was going away. <laughs> oh my goodness! So what did they do? Wow. Well. Mm. Well. Anyway. In closing. Yeah. The end. All right, Gordon. <laughs> all right. Thank you, hardliners. Thanks, Gordon. There he goes. Love you. The rant and the rant revival. <laughs> <laughs>